Hello, everyone. It's Hannah Nieves of the Thrive Society podcast. And today I'm interviewing the Amanda Colby. Thank you so much for being here. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to your audience today. Well, for those that don't know, can you give us a little bit of background? Where are you currently located right now? Because you travel a lot, but walk us through um, what you do, the types of people you work with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like every time I talk to someone, it's like, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> um, and really just that's pretty much my life. Um, but I am currently in Portugal at the time of recording this. But for those that are not familiar with who I am, um, I'm Amanda Colby and I'm a business coach for service-based entrepreneurs. So I work with a lot of done for you as well as coaches. I love, love, love getting to work on the, you know, done for you types of businesses to help them mm-hmm. scale as well. But I really help entrepreneurs at every level, both start their online business as well as scale to six, multiple six figures. And I'm really all about creating that freedom lifestyle. So as Hannah mentioned, I travel the world full time. So to me, that's how I live out that freedom lifestyle. But Mm -hmm. I'm a huge advocate that that doesn't mean you have to go travel the world, right? That's why we created our businesses is to have that freedom. And so I specialize with a lot of my programs in systems, a lot of strategy and marketing, you know, team, really, really building out, um, you know, those core pieces of your business to be able to support you to to live whatever that lifestyle is. I love it. I love it. And I have worked with Amanda in the past personally, and I feel like every time I had a convo, it was a different country we were talking about. (laughs) Yeah. We normally try to stay in one place for like at least three months, but Mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the trying times right now, we're just popping all over the place. So I don't know. And you've done it so gracefully despite being in a pandemic too, which is incredible. Um, So can you walk us through, like, how did you make that transition from corporate to working for yourself, but then also like being in this digital nomad space? Like how did you, or why did you decide that you wanted to kind of move around? I'd love to hear that story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's definitely a bit of an unconventional life, um, definitely becoming more and more popular, but to me, it was, it's kind of funny now because I truly thought this was what every single person wanted. It was just so obvious to me. Right. And it kind of just goes to show that if you know what you want, not Mm -hmm. everyone else wants it. So like go after that because it's like, you know, so passionate for you, but yeah, I basically, I I got a corporate job right after university, you know, all of the straight A student type perfect stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was actually a really great job. It was a six figure job at the age of like 23 and 24. And I kind of hit this peak of like, because I had gotten, you know, promoted so fast and, and was making, you know, such a decent amount of money where it just hit me like, oh my gosh, this is the quote unquote American dream that so many, like, I mean, it's been decades, like getting Mm -hmm. to this point. And it hit me like a ton of bricks that I was like, I, this is not what I want. And I really just said to myself that I I literally only knew, know two things. I want to work for myself because I knew that I put in the work and the grind and I wasn't even allowed to leave like 15 minutes early for a doctor's appointment. And I was like, I'd say, I can't do that. I get stuff done and I should be allowed to leave 15 Mm -hmm. minutes early. So, um, I just knew that and that I didn't want to live in America. Um, I had moved every two to three years of my life since I was born. Um, and 
have traveled all over the world as well. And I really just kind of was like, I know what I have here. And, you know, I want to live where the day to day is like fun going to the grocery store. Like it's challenging to to ask for an Mm -hmm. apple or something. So anyways, I quit the corporate job. I moved to Thailand, had no business at this point. And I moved there and I actually started teaching English, which God bless teachers. It was not my forte. Um, (laughs) Like seriously, God bless teachers. Um, And yeah. And, but I was just doing it to make ends meet because all I knew is I needed time. So long story short, I started a design business, which I just learned on YouTube, right? This is just, you got to take action. Mm-hmm. Um, I booked out the business, made over 5k my first month and kind of scaled from there. And that's actually how I got into coaching was because so many people were like, well, how did you do the business side of it? Right? Like I've got the skills. And so that's really how everything has evolved. And kind of since I started the coaching business, we've scaled mm-hmm. to over half a million in a little over a year. Incredible, incredible. And you've truly have scaled so, so quickly. Um, and I'm just curious to hear from your standpoint too, like what do you think helped with that success of scaling, but also scaling while running this whole business from your laptop? Yeah, absolutely. So while that whole story was happening that I just said, I I was living abroad the whole time. So I've primarily been in uh, Southeast Asia for about two years and then Europe for about six months over this whole timeline. And we moved every two to three months really to, you know, new countries. And I made a lot of mistakes along the way that come along with that lifestyle. So I think one of the biggest things that both helped me scale, but really also just manage this business, like from a literal laptop, um, is is boundaries. Like you have to have structure. Mm -hmm. And so many people come into the space, quit the nine to five. And they're like, I just want to be able to work whatever I want. And you know, all of this like quote unquote freedom. But I tell people that structure creates freedom because once the structure is in place, it's going to help you know exactly what to do, how to do Mm -hmm. it but you always have the power of choice. And so a lot of people are chasing after quote unquote freedom when in actuality, we're just chasing after autonomy over our lives to be able to choose in the moment that while we have the structure in place, I can choose to go have a coconut on the beach in Bali this afternoon if I wanted. And I didn't quite learn that lesson until, you know, spinning my wheels and not having Mm -hmm. that structure in place. Um, So I'd say that was definitely the first thing. And then on top of that, to be able to scale it was really systems and a team. I mean, I think like five weeks into my business, I hired my first social media person and continued to make hires like that, like so much last year mm-hmm. to be able to support like that vision. Um, and, it, and when you grow that quickly, like there's a lot of growing pains that come along with it. I definitely understand that from my perspective as well. And it really is a mindset shift too, because like you go through these growing pains and it's, you know, you, it puts you in a CEO like role immediately. Yeah. Okay. Like, do I go path a, do I go path B and you know, one path can truly change the trajectory of your entire business too. So, um, there's a lot of responsibility. I feel like that comes with those decisions that you make, right? Yeah. And I actually think that's such a good point because decision-making is one of the hardest things I think about entrepreneurship because there's almost never like a right or wrong answer. Um, Mm -hmm. And you are almost plagued with decisions, like the bigger the business gets like every single day and you just have to make them. And that's one of the keys to success, I think is like, I would say, okay, great. We're going to do this. I'd make the decision. And like two seconds later, actions were taken 
You can Mm -hmm. always pivot, but, but that is truly how you're going to start to get to where you want to go. I love that. I love that. And I think too, you know, not a lot of people really pull back the curtain of, you know, when you run a business, right. There's like the, obviously the beautiful social media reels of the photos and the things like that, you know, being able to run your business, um, you know, from the beach. Right. But there's, there's a lot of stressful parts of running a business too, that I think people don't talk about. And I think one of them is the decision-making process, right. Because especially if you have a team and even myself, like I have full-time people, you know, like you're supporting other people as well. It's not just you anymore. And I think that mindset shift was, I mean, a huge one for me. I don't know if it was for you too. Yeah, it really is. It's absolutely, that's all it is, is this mindset, this perspective of like, yo, this is bigger than me. Right. And we all have, (laughs) we all have visions from the beginning of, of what we wanted to do and what we wanted to create. Mm -hmm. But I think when you really start to get to that multiple six figure level and your team starts to expand and you're managing people and you're planning like six months ahead, a year ahead, like all this stuff, you start to realize, like it starts to hit you. Um, I think it hit me the other day because we're also doing a lot of hiring. And, um, I was talking about ourselves as like a company, right? Like a, a real company. Company and people were like, I can't wait to work for the team AK company. And it, it took me back for a minute. I was like, yo, you know, it's just me, right? <laughs> but like, it's not. <laughs> I went through the same thing too, where it's like, you sit back and think, okay, it was just me a year ago, just me doing this. And it's so beautiful to see like that vision go from just you to now a full fledged team that, you know, you have around the globe. So for, for those that are listening that are in, you know, the beginning stages, they're like, I want that team. I want that business for my lifestyle, right? Like any recommendations for those people who are in like the beginning stages, or maybe they're listening to this and they still are in their corporate job and want to make that transition? Yeah, 100%. I would say the first thing that I would say to you, if you are like in those beginning stages is that you have, if this is what you want, right? That's all you need to know. You need to treat this like a six and a seven figure business from day one. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that was one of the most pivotal things is I had not a shadow of a doubt. No one else saw it yet, but there was no shadow of a doubt in my mind that I was building a seven figure business. Um, I didn't quite know what it was going to look like or how it was going to happen, but I showed up with that attitude and, um, I showed up onto the scene and the way that I structured my business, I mean, truly from day one was a six figure business. I know you, Hannah talk so much about Mm -hmm. client experience. And that's one of the things that I think ties into treating it like a six figure Mm -hmm. business from day one is, you know, don't just kind of you know, skate by with certain things, you know, really, really look at the brand you're building, the trust that you're building with every touch point that you have Mm -hmm. with someone. And I really attribute the way that I executed that to back to my design business. When I booked out all those clients, just like in that very, very first week was because I showed up and every touch point onboarding, like all of that, it was, you know, they didn't know that I had started the business five days ago, you know? Mm -hmm. I love that. And you mentioned the client experience too, and like the thoughtfulness that goes behind building a six and seven figure brand. Um, because you can fly by the, you know, the seat of your pants, right. Of when growing your business in the beginning, but at, at some point, like those systems that, you know, being intentional with how you treat your clients, if you are like a front facing direct to consumer, you know, um, business is so, so powerful. And I think that's, 
that's what, you know, really it stands out for me when I look at you and just with the programs that, you know, you run as well, like you really truly take that client experience like up a notch too, which I love. This is so good. I feel like there's so many things I want to ask you right now. And in terms of like, I want to actually flip gears here in terms of running a business, you know, from the beach, from different countries, um, and doing this with different time zones. You probably have clients in so many different time zones, bless your OBM or VA that helps coordinate that. But I'm just curious to hear from you because I heard this a lot in 2020, but like, how have you been, you know, managing burnout or you mentioned the boundaries piece, but how do you do that when you're moving around so quickly and you have clients from all around the globe? Mm, Yeah. Ooh, this is a good one. If I'm being fully transparent, like this growth and this, this aspect that you're talking Mm -hmm. about of like all over the globe and changing locations, it's been tough. It's been a learning Mm -hmm. experience, especially as someone who is, um, which I know you're this way as well. You know, like you're a go-getter. I'm a type Mm -hmm. three Enneagram. Like I, I do enjoy working maybe sometimes too much, but, um, it's really been a big learning experience. And, I would say that the biggest thing, especially when you're dealing with time zones and hopping around countries, I'm going to go back to and double down that it's the systems and the team that are Mm -hmm. going to help you avoid burnout because when you're building the business, everyone starts as that solopreneur, right? So we're kind of used to doing all of the things. Maybe you're the one coordinating all of the time zones and your personal schedule and like all of this, but you can't actually step into that CEO role. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to scale the business and be that visionary, like come up with the ideas and the creative juices to be able to like push the business forward if you don't create space. And I think that's like the key word to scaling is space. And it, it can be plugged into so many different things. Um, and I, I struggled with that, honestly, for a while, mm-hmm. especially um, hopping around so much. And that's actually one reason, like I've decided I'm going to go live somewhere for like six months straight right now, because I need the balance. I need the consistency. And so you also, with the the living abroad thing, you kind of have to balance what do I need in this moment? And I, and you have to give yourself what you need and it's going to change from time to time. But a lot of times that support, sometimes that stability, even though we'd love to be like, I'd love to be living in Bali at the moment, but I need stability. So what mm-hmm. does that mean for me? I was going to say the spacing that you mentioned, I'm like nodding my head over here because that is, and I'm an Enneagram one too. Like we are the go, yep. go, go people type a, we do not stop. I don't know. Are you a manifesting generator? I'm just curious. Yeah. Oh, you are. Okay. That makes sense then. Same, same way. But the space piece is what I think a lot of people miss out on because we think if we go, 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 we'll still be one step ahead, but giving you that space, like you said, like really creates that creativity and that vision to like move forward in your business, which I think is so, so powerful. Um, any ways that you either decompress or ways that you quote unquote build balance. I hate that word balance because there is no such thing, but what to you, has helped in your journey as you've gone through these major milestones in your business? Yeah. So right off the bat for me, always working out has been my reset, right? Like it Mm -hmm. just, it takes you out of the overwhelm, the thought spiraling, like it feels good. And it's been really hard this past year because we've been in quarantine the whole, Mm -hmm. the whole time. But I would say that 
that. And I, I really struggled with like morning routines. I tried so hard mm-hmm. to find something that was that reset for yourself other than working out for me. Um, and I've really, really liked, um, starting to do 10 minutes of yoga in the morning. And that's kind of my reset as well as, um, I actually have like throughout my day scheduled, like these one or two minute breathers. Um, mm-hmm. it's like, sometimes it's a meditation. Sometimes I just sit there and like breathe. And for me, it's just the little moments like that, that if I force them into my day, they kind of like, they stop the spiral, they stop the overwhelm and they really reset you. I'm adding that to my calendar right now. (laughs) Yeah. I have it linked to headspace. So it's like easy. (laughs) I love that. Brilliant. Brilliant. So I'd love to shift gears here again. And, you know, I always ask this question on this podcast and this is the reason why I started this podcast to begin with, because, you know, entrepreneurship, there are so many beautiful things that having and running your own business allows you to do and just to experience. But on the flip side, there's a lot of tough shit that people have to go through to build your own business. Like I never sugarcoat it, but you know, a lot of the times on social media, it can be easy to see the, um, the thing, the fruits of your labor, right. But like all the hard work that actually goes goes into building that business. So I'm just curious to hear from you. Was there like, you know, a challenge or struggle that you overcame that really helped to shape the trajectory of what you're doing now? Yeah. I love this question. And I absolutely love that thrive is like such a big word in your brand because I, it just, uh, I love, I love that word. Like it just means so much. So I was actually thinking, um, you know, about this, especially like at the end of this year, like doing reflections and stuff like that. And I truly would say there's obviously been so many like struggles and ups and downs, but Mm -hmm. in high school and university, actually, I faced some like really, really major personal life events. Um, And when I look back on my entrepreneurship journey, I've really said this pretty much from day one. Those things were actually, now that I look back, the sole reason why when I walked into entrepreneurship, I had the right mindset, which a lot of people, it takes that time and journey to develop. And that's the thing that holds a lot of people back. But I had the right mindset to basically create what, what I have created. And what I mean by that specifically is I I have several core beliefs that like, I just, I preach from the rooftops and they are that your mind is so, so powerful. And I believe that like perspective is the root of influence of everything, your feelings, your perspectives, your actions, you can live a completely different reality based on the way that you shift your mind and your perspective of things. And secondly, I truly, truly believe that you can do anything that you put your mind to. And I felt that like when I walked into this scene, like I had no clue what business I wanted to run. I just knew the lifestyle I wanted to create. And so I tell people that like in order to thrive and I'm a, I'm a strategy person, the Mm -hmm. one giving you this advice here, (laughs) like you have to have that mindset. And part of my brand has really adopted this word unstoppable because that's what I feel embodies the mindset most is you mm-hmm. got to be persistent with this and you and the mindset piece of knowing truly to your core that like you're capable of doing this and that you are building that seven figure business even though the bank account and all the other things don't show it yet that's how you have to show up onto the scene to thrive and it's hard mm-hmm. it takes work to continue um but to me like that's been the biggest game changer looking back Oh my goodness. I got the chills on this Friday morning. I am amped up. I'm fired up. This was so, so good. And 
you know, you mentioning the visualization piece and I'm like you, like very strategy focused, you know, one plus one equals two, um, (laughs) you know, the strategy piece, but the mindset, I think alone, and even just like observing other people that have scaled so quickly. And I really think it it comes back to the mindset. I remember even when I first started my business, I would have like a sticky note of here's like the number of people here are, um, here's the revenue I want to make. And I would look at it every single day. I remember when I first wrote it, I was shaking my hand, right? writing it. I'm like, could this happen? But when you truly embody and believe it, it's just, it is wild to see like what you can accomplish. It's just, it's beautiful. You're amazing. How can people like learn more about you, connect with you, work with you, walk us through that. Do you have anything else that's like upcoming that we should know about? Yeah, of course. Um, I try and keep it real simple on all of the places. So it's Amanda Colby um, on Instagram. It's probably the best place place to find me on there every single day with like juicy mini trainings and all of that jazz. Um, also my website's just amandacolby.com. Um, and yeah, and if you're like looking to get into this world and um, kind of like what we were talking about today, like getting started, setting up these like six figure foundations from day mm-hmm. one, from the mindset pieces to the systems, to the tech, to like all of that jazz to be able to balance and manage this. Um, I do have a signature program, Laptop Lifestyle Bootcamp, that teaches you this from day one because I'm all about long-term success. And um, and I really wanna set people up and empower women through entrepreneurship to create whatever that freedom lifestyle is for you. Um, so if that sounds like you, definitely check out Laptop Lifestyle Bootcamp. We have classes that are rolling you know, on a pretty continual basis. So you can kind of check when the next one's available amazing. And I'll drop that link in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. 